Welcome to the Crypto Campfire. They're blunt because God rolled them that way. Mitch and the Professor. Featuring special guest, Josh in the City. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Crypto Campfire Podcast. This is the Professor. And Mitch. And today we're going to be talking with Josh in the city, the community lead at PotCoin. Before we start talking to Josh, let's grab that crypto news from the Crypto Gym. Thanks, Professor. Hello, Crypto Campfire listeners, and welcome to the cryptocurrency news in a flash with the Crypto Gent. Binance's swipe-powered crypto debit card debuts in Europe. US regulators take joint action against crypto firm swaps offering. And data suggests HODL. People are trading Ether more than Bitcoin. That's the cryptocurrency news in a flash with the Crypto Gent. And it's back to you, Professor. Thanks a lot, Crypto Gent. Back to you, Professor. Back to you, <laughs> Professor. I uh, picked up an $8 block plane over the weekend. Did you? I did. I've never used one, believe it or not. Mm. And I've been getting a little uh, a little itch up my sleeve for some he carpentry. You might want to get that looked at. Yeah, I should. <laughs> I should. It's not going to be $8, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> so what are you looking to do with a block plane? A did did you buy a small uh, block plane or a big a block plane? It's a small one. It's a little, like, probably a five-incher. Okay. Okay. And uh, so I sharpened up the blade and did a chunk off of a piece of aspen that fell down and died last year, and starting uh-huh. to make a, a handle for a file that I don't have a handle for. And oh, look at you, old school in it. I like it. Yeah, I built a chisel yesterday. Wow. So, yeah. I don't just, like metal and shit. Yeah, for real, like actual Damn. metal and shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, it's pretty bad that. I've been a carpenter for this many years and I've never gotten into making my own tools other than jigs and fixtures, you know? I mean, you spend all your time making a jig though. So. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But sometimes, you know, if that jig is going to be used a lot, it's well worth the time spent. That's exactly it. Make sure my shit's actually aligned properly. Yeah. This is important. This is definitely important. Speaking of alignment. Alignment. We ready to bring Josh in? I suppose we can align. We seem to align pretty good. (laughs) Well, I'm aligning with an item right now that's significantly (laughs) aligned with this podcast. So welcome to the show, Josh. What's going on, man? What's up, bud? How you doing, man? Killing it. I'm having a good time. This is going to be a fun one. It's been a a long time coming. We've uh, talked about doing this for quite a while. We almost did it, and then something came up. And here we are. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. I'm super stoked to be here. It's, uh, it's, It's fantastic. Oh, this is awesome. We, we love bringing you guys in, you know, everybody, everybody from the community. It's like, you know, people get all excited. Oh, thank you so much. It's like, this is what we're about, man. Come on, everybody. You know, we want the, we want people that you interact with every day to know who you are. Right. So that's, that's experience. That's right. That's right. So uh, let's go back in time real quick. How did you actually discover crypto? Uh, I was running a recording studio. Uh, with, with a good buddy and um, we had a client come in and wanted to pay with Bitcoin and I had no idea what it was and uh, he introduced us to Bitcoin um, and you know obviously it was something that piqued my interest um, but I, I definitely was not like oh I gotta go get some or yeah go ahead and pay me in Bitcoin you know it was nothing like that it was like, it was like oh what's this okay this is new what is this you know and um, 
uh, you know, just didn't jump in and spent the time just trying to learn a little bit more about it and understand it. And um, uh, when my buddies came up with the idea for Potcoin, that's when I, when I got into crypto. And uh, yeah, when they, they, you know, and, and really what, obviously, you know, Bitcoin had use cases back then, but, you know, as far as mainstream adoption, I was skeptical. I wasn't sure, certain. Um, and when Potcoin came around, it was like, it was like, I understood right away and it just really opened the door to much bigger things for me uh, mentally. Um, it was like, I really, I think, I think it was really when my buddy just, you know, sat, sat down with me and we had a beer and he was talking about things. And he explained the project because it really just made a lot of sense to me. Like, oh, wow, this is, this is, this is, this makes perfect sense, you know? And, and at the time, uh, the cannabis industry was having a ton of problems with banking. So obviously there's still issues, but back then it was, it was, it was pretty bad. Um, so that was really, that was really the, the, the start of my crypto time, I should say, <laughs> when I got into it. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, speaking of banking, you know, the, the fact that people that are like opening up dispensaries or grows, right. Struggle with getting any kind of financing because the banks won't finance the shit. Um, you know, and everything has to be, they can't like have bank accounts. Everything has to be done with cash and, and stuff like that. So it, it only seems right that using cryptocurrencies and say Potcoin, for example, would be perfect for the mix of those two coming together to be able to utilize the currency system. And then if it was recognized, and I don't know that you guys are or not, uh, recognized by say Celsius network or any of those other things that people could actually use for a bank account with their pot coin and be able to transact from there. Now, now we're talking some serious, some serious, uh, potential for these grows and these dispensaries. Absolutely. I mean, and we're completely in it for the use case. Um, it's not, it's not a, a gimmick to us. It's something very real. And, uh, something that's dear to our hearts, um, in the backgrounds that we come from, <clears throat> as, uh, as, as the professor was saying, uh, <laughs> I'm rolled up with that one. <laughs> but, <laughs> nice. but, um, yeah. So I think there, there are some solutions that have come out, um, some interesting stuff, you know, people have been, been working on this, this, you know, concept for a while, and, you know, issues in solving the banking issues, of cannabis. Um, I think the industry has changed a lot over the, over the last, you know, six, seven years. Um, a lot of developments have been made. We've seen a lot of people in the, in the blockchain space uh, move into the cannabis space, work on different projects. Um, it's, really, it's really nice to see that there's been some development. Uh, last year, last September, I went to a, a conference in, in D.C. Um, called the Vault Pay. And it was just, you know, cannabis uh, payments. You know, it's in crypto. It was just all housed there in, in one conference. And uh, I think they've got another one coming up uh, in about two months or so. Um, fantastic conference. If there's anybody in the cannabis or blockchain space that wants to see, you know, what's going on in that, in that space, get out to a bump pay. Um, yeah, we had a great time there. I could not believe, um, the amount of people that were actually there. I mean, coming from, you know, uh, the old school and some, something that's back in the day, it's like when I first got the call about the conference, I was a little like, oh yeah, you guys are doing a conference. Okay, sure. And I wasn't sure what to think about it. You know, it's crypto. We get calls all the time and man, uh, man, they, they, they had their stuff together. I was very impressed. Um, so there's a lot of, a lot of great solutions coming out, um, in this space. And, um, 
um, fantastic to, to see that people are working and that people believe in the cause. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's great. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about your solution a little bit. Can you give us kind of a, a broad overview for the people listening that maybe haven't heard of PodCoin, what you guys do? Sure. Um, in 2014, our Genesis block uh, started on January 15th. Um, by January 21st, um, we had mined about 55 blocks and opened it up um, to the public uh, freely and fairly mined, uh, completely decentralized, um, just like Bitcoin or, or Doge we were around uh, pre-ICO times. Um, we, uh, our, our idea was that we would help uh, solve the issues of, of the banking, you know, that people would actually run into a dispensary and pay with Bitcoin. Um, at that time, we put dispen- we put um, uh, ATM machines in, in dispensaries, and uh, we just did not have the adoption that we planned on having. Um, we expected that people would love it. Um, the dispensary owners loved it, but the actual day-to-day person didn't understand it, didn't get it, and wasn't interested in learning the new tech to, to, to do it. You know, um, People didn't really understand QR codes. Um, they didn't understand why they would have to go to an ATM even if it was in the store, go to the ATM, buy Potcoin, and go to the desk and pay with Potcoin. It really, we, we were, the world wasn't ready for it. So um, if you ask me about what our, our, our reason for, for existing was back then, I would tell you, well, you know, the hope was to, to, to help facilitate and relieve some of these problems with uh, payments in, in, in the cannabis, um, you know, in the cannabis industry and people that are, that are going into dispensaries. Um, but really, I think what it comes down to today, if you were to ask me the same question, um, seeing as how so much has changed over the last you know, seven years within the crypto industry um, and also within the cannabis industry, I would have to tell you that, that Potcoin is uh, a tool that's been designed by the people for the people. We are in the cannabis industry. A lot of the guys in our community uh, are guys who have licenses to grow. And our interest is in facilitating um, you know, transactions, as well as being being a tool for people to use um, Potcoin in, in the sense of creating an ecosystem. Oh, it's, it's, there's so many things I'm going to tell you guys, we're just not quite ready to have some of that news come out. So I'm like, I'm stumbling over it. I want to it's guys, challenging, it's, isn't it? You got to bite your tongue because it's like, don't spill it. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's, I, I'm. <laughs> well, I mean, I can, I, I can definitely see the challenges of being early, right? Yeah, because yeah. you know, it used to be. Here's the thing: it used to be whoever gets there first usually does the best, right? That's and right. the professor turned me on to it's not about being first; it's about being the best, right? Yep. And being there so early, and the evolution for the people not being quite ready to absorb what it is that Popcoin will offer, right? Or cryptocurrencies for that matter will offer them because we are so early, it's gonna take time. But the upside to that time is that you guys have the time to improve, right? So That's like we always wanna build a basic position, That's right. whether you're in the infantry or you're you know, getting a product out, you want to get the base product out or you want to get that, that hole, that body hole just dug deep enough just to cover your ass. And then you fortify that position over time. Right. And it's a kind of the same thing. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And that's, and that's really the route that we've chosen. Um, you know, we, we haven't done a lot of developing since then. Uh, we moved over to POS in 2015. Um, you're going to see our, our code, our code is old, it needs to be updated. 
Um, and, and the reason why we, we, uh, we didn't do it is because it doesn't make sense to put all that time and energy and, and money into something that was possibly not ready to be used. And as you said, you know, it's not about being early, it's about being the best. And so what we thought was the best avenue to take was to make sure that our names stuck around and that our branding was was on point or as on point as we could we can make it so that way when the day came and we were ready to make pivots we had the ability to pivot we were not locked into a corner but yet we we maintained you know some relevancy uh within 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 the crypto space and the cannabis space and and that's the road that we've chosen to take um so i'm i'm, I'm really excited about a bunch of things we have coming up now um, thankfully, you know, my guys have been working hard for the last little while, um, trying to do new partnerships and, uh, and we've got a lot of great things that are, that are going to be on our plate this year. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to see some of that stuff that comes out. I, uh, we're going to try to wheeze you, you out of it a little bit, but we'll, we'll take it easy on you. <laughs> you know, I, I can tell you, um, we're not going the direction that we initially planned and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna spill a little beans here. Um. We actually, we, we, we had a lot of time to think about this. And one of the things that we realized is that um, Podcoin is, um, is, a, is an avenue, is a gateway for people who are not into crypto to be exposed to crypto for the first time. And that being said, um, the best thing that we can do as Podcoin, the best thing that we can do for, for our uh, blockchain evangelism and our, and our, our our, our love of crypto is is to get out there into the hands of the average person, and that's 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 the gift that we offer to to crypto. And so we we actually realized that um, some of the partnerships and some of the things that we wanted to do really hinged on what what type of chain we were working with and and, and what we were intending to do with our chain. And we realized that accessibility at this point in the game, because our tech is behind. And, and because our, our, our wallets are a little bit behind, that the best thing to do for ourselves was to, to offer, um, to make sure that our coin got out there and it was as accessible as possible. Um, we've, we've decided we're gonna move over to the Ethereum blockchain. And a lot of people um, have sat back and said, okay, well, why are you guys moving over to Ethereum? You guys have your own chain now. And we realized that um, all the tools that are out there for Ethereum currently, and the potential partnerships um, and the people that are that are pushing Ethereum now, it, it makes the most sense for us as far as uh, being loyal to to what our brand is. And, and our brand is really something that needs to be used as a tool for the industry. Um, the people who are actually using Podcoin, they're not they're not concerned with what you know what what chain we're on or if we're on our own chain or we're on somebody else's platform. It doesn't make a difference to them. The, the, the most important thing we feel is ease of use and accessibility. And, and so I'm totally stoked to tell you guys we're, we're going to Ethereum. And, uh, and we're, we're really, really, really ecstatic about it. We're going to have a lot of new partnerships that are coming up. And I think we're going to have a lot, more, uh, a lot more new innovative ways for you guys to use what we're doing. So, um, yeah, I'm really stoked. That's sick, man. And I applaud you guys for that because as Mitch said, you don't have to be the first, but you got to be the best. When you are the first, you have to stay the best. And no, 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 you said best, that. Well, <laughs> I just reiterated it. You said that. Anyway, I'm not taking credit for that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But, but the point is you got to stay the best. And to do that, you've got to evolve. And if you don't evolve, That's you're right. going to fail. 
So, you know, regardless of what some people may feel about certain things, you have to make certain changes and move forward. Um, We're launching a project on Ethereum right now, too, for many of the same reasons. It's, It's a really good resource. It has a lot of support. It's got significant decentralization. Some may question whether or not that will still exist after ETH 2.0 if we go proof of stake, but there's a lot of unknowns, but I feel like at the very least, it's got good brains behind it. You know, I mean, there's smart people running Ethereum and uh, working on the code and I I feel like it's headed in the right direction and it's a good place. And you can always swap to another chain if you you get down that road and something happens or something goes to shit on Ethereum, you can swap, you can can move to another network. You know, that's 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 one of the things you know anyway i'm not gonna go <laughs> i won't go into it <laughs> but yes yes don't spill it josh don't spill it, Do it. absolutely Do and, it. and you know Do it. The, the important thing listen we're, we're all supposed to be here and in this for adoption and, and in order to get adoption the average person needs to be able to use us you need to be as accessible as possible um that's right there are some wonderful projects out there um you know matic is doing second layer solutions um, I don't, you know, Decentraland's working with them. I mean, you know, there's, there's, there, there are options out there to, 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 to make things really run. And, and that's, that's something that I'm, that I'm very much interested in. And, and yeah, I mean, you know, the, the future is, is bright. And right now, you know, our, our interest is in, is in getting out to people, getting out to the, to the quote unquote normies, you know? Yeah, well, the, the funny exactly. thing is, is there's, there's so much to be said about all of these projects, right. That, that have viable solutions or fantastic ideas. However, does blockchain fit, right? So does blockchain technology really something that's needed to be a part of that ecosystem for these projects? Like how is blockchain and Potcoin working together. How, how does how does Potcoin use the blockchain in order to um, fulfill its desire as a project, or what what its goal is? If that makes sense. Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, and, and you could probably argue um, at this point in time, considering our, our tech hasn't been been you know updated in, in, in quite a while, you could probably argue that that at this point we're probably more of a brand. Then we are an innovator, like you know, some of the fantastic projects out there, like Nexus. Um, you know, there, there's so many fantastic projects where these guys have been plugging away. DGB, you know, it's another one. I mean, there's 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 a bunch of great projects, and and you know, you see people working on. It's been hard over the years to not just jump in when you see all these wonderful people working on all these awesome projects, and you're like, I want to do this, I want to build that, I want to do this. But then you realize that the market for us isn't isn't 100% ripe yet. So, you know, it's it's it's, it's when you talk about what 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 blockchain is to us, and and I I have to tell you truthfully, we're probably more at this point in time, we're probably as much of a brand or more of a brand than we are than we are an actual technology, you know, um, community. Because yes, we we. We, we built some stuff that was, was great back in 2015. We went over to POS and all that stuff. But, you know, there are so many awesome projects that are doing so many great things. I mean, Redcoin's another one of them. I love, I love what they're doing, you know? And so at this point in time, like, like I said, you know, moving over to Ethereum makes the most sense for us um, because our, our tech isn't there for some of the things. And, and, and 
we have partnerships waiting for us that have been asking us to work with us for the last several years and saying, when you guys do this, we're going to do this. And we, we love all those ideas. And at first, we we're very hesitant about it. We're like, well, we've got our own chain. And, and you know, the whole thing with the blockchain, it's like, yes, we've got our own chain. Yes, we're going to Ethereum. Well, why didn't we do it sooner? And, you know, the truth, truthfully, partially, probably because of ego. I mean, I mean, that's a hard thing to say, but, you know, it's, it's awesome to say, well, we've got our own chain. You know, we've been here since, since very early on and, and we've got our own chain and, and we're identifying with that. But the average, the, the bottom line is people don't care what's behind Visa. They don't no, care. It's, it's more, it takes more fortitude and more gonads to say, to put that ego aside and realize Absolutely. that you're better off as, because you guys are, from what I'm understanding, you guys are a utility token at that point. Sure. Yeah. Right. And your ecosystem, your ecosystem is designed to work with popcorn, right? I mean, yep. popcorn's designed to work with dispensaries or grow houses and stuff like that. So, right. I mean, it, it makes sense that that, because there are no finances available for that ecosystem. That's so right. It, it makes sense that that would work. And there, there are a lot of new developments on ETH that are just automatically accepted into these things. And you don't have to, as a decentralized community, we don't have a pile of funds. I didn't do an ICO. My buddies didn't do an ICO. Nobody's raised funds at this point in time. It's something we've certainly looked at and tried to figure out, well, was there any way to do this legitimately? And that's in a good way for the community. Um, but the fact of the matter is we've never raised funds. We've never paid for, for anything. Um, a couple of guys paid for a lawyer letter at some point, you know, and chipped in for that. Um, you know, a couple little marketing things here and there, but. And that's the beauty of projects like change angel, right? Oh, that support, support the decentralized non, you know, ICO funded projects. And I love those guys for that because they bring that all together to put towards the community yeah exactly i mean you'll you'll see me all over their stuff I'm, I'm a massive fan of theirs and what they're doing um it's just i i think that they have the possibility to to change the attitude for for the new uh the new exchanges and stuff that are that are coming up that want to build a name for themselves and and rather than uh trying to suck the the blood out of the communities especially the community-run projects um you know they're really just giving back they're really giving back and they're really pushing forward and they're really just you know not only with Change Angel did they turn around and help our community, but they they also helped out the project directly by getting a bunch of people in the same room who who all feel the same about about this, you know, about about crypto and about decentralization and um and so I I, I love them for that. It's it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I think I think that there's uh that they have a very very bright future ahead of them, and I hope that other people start start taking their business plan and working with it. Um, I hope they set precedence, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I understand you've spent most of the last four months in self-quarantine. How has that time affected you? <laughs> I don't think much has changed um, I, as far as me, me personally and psychologically. Um, if anything, it's made me realize that uh, I've kind of been quarantining for the last six years. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, Ah, man, I don't even, you know, this whole COVID thing. I, I'm lucky where I live by a park and um, I've got a backyard and a park and, you know, some, some toys for the kids to keep them busy. And uh, I've really had this time to, to spend extra time with my family where I wouldn't have before. 
And I'm very, very thankful for that. So, so, so quarantine has actually um, been very, very positive for me. Um, of course, this thing is scary and there are people that have lost their lives for this. Um, I personally know people who who've passed. Um, and, and so that, that part of it is, is extremely, extremely tough. Um, but you know, with everything, there's, 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 there's always a, a yin and yang, right? There's always two sides of it. And, uh, I definitely tell you that that um, quarantine for me personally, chilling out at home, spending time with the family that I wouldn't have had before, it's golden. It's really golden. Same same boat here. I'm, I'm lucky enough to have been able to work remotely and just being able to be home is so nice because for, I mean, two years ago, three years ago, I was working exclusively from home and it had been for almost five years. And so it was really weird going back to work and not being at home for eight hours a day. Like I was so used to being home with my kids and, and my wife and just being there doing the things, working on something while in between other stuff. And it's, it was just a weird change. And so it was actually kind of refreshing to get that. And, you know, you talk about there being a yin and yang. I think, you know, a lot of the biggest benefits from this are going to be the, uh, the effects that it causes on the evolution side of things for most businesses, people realizing that, remote work is actually a lot more efficient that employees can be trusted to work remotely and a whole bunch of other epiphanies are going to just suddenly uh, occur to all these people. And we're going to see a shit ton more just continuous remote work. You know, there's a lot of people that aren't ever going to go back to the office. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and, you know, those of us who've been in crypto, who've been blessed with, with working from home and remote work and all that stuff already. Um, you know, it's, it's great to see the rest of your family, you know, Getting, getting on that bandwagon, being able to be, be home for dinner instead of coming home at 8 p.m. from the office every night, you know? And it's been fun being in our chat group that we're in, um, that Thrive chat group on, uh, on Telegram, because we've been interacted quite a bit on there um, during this whole process. So keeping up with each other, yeah. keeping up with everybody that's in that little group, you know, has been pretty, pretty awesome, right. um, I, you know, Thank you, Laura Taylor, for setting that up and putting that all together. There's a big shout out for her. That was that was a great yeah, community 100%. to be a part of during all that time and the support that we gave each other and and work through all this shit. It, it's just you you can't you can't even put a you can't quantify it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know it's um I hope that through all of this, you, you know. I, you know, I lived in New York for a long time and um, I, I had moved out, um, but some of my my immediate family was still, you know, working in, in, in New York City, um, the financial district when, when, when 9-11 hit. And um, I saw a big change in New York pre and post 9-11 in, in attitude, in feel, in, in people helping each other more and sticking together more and in some camaraderie. And I really expect to see something positive like that come out of this. Maybe not day one, maybe not day two, maybe it'll take a little while, but I, I expect to see some of that. And that's, and that's a mirror image of, you know, of, of what LT and, you know, has created in, in that, in that chat room that we're in and, and sort of people who are from different walks of life, who, you know, have some similarities and some differences all getting together in a community room, being able to talk and, and give each other accurate and honest perspectives and news um, and, and really understand what's going on. And in fact, that's, it, that's how I, I actually found out COVID because I'm, I'm in another chat with some guys who are from China. And, and, and 
you know, they started alerting me to stuff that was weird in, in January. And of course, I didn't believe it. And I feel like it's local over there. But then you're like, that's crazy. And, you know, news is different now. Things are different now. People are different. Our social interactions Everything are different changed. now. And so this is really a fantastic opportunity for, for crypto to step in and start, you know, working more with the public and, and, and helping people and bettering their lives. And, and that's... That's why I'm still in crypto to this day is because I think that there's so many benefits to it. And, uh, and, I, and now that you, we can be you know, more of a cashless society and, and, and there's all kinds of, of stuff that we can do and technology can change so many things. Um, I think that uh, now, is, now is a really good time for us to all really push the projects that are, that are pushing for adoption. Um, I think that's where it is. You know? I agree. And I, I think, <laughs> you know, I think the community is coming together. I think, um, doing away with tribalism within the industry uh, and just, you know, this whole movement, it was, to me, it was all based on freedom. Right. And the whole thing with, with Bitcoin was, you know, be your own bank and giving you that financial freedom to do with your money, what you choose to do with your money. Right. Um, So, so that being said, you know, it's perfect. It's a perfect storm for cryptocurrency in today's society simply because we are all about community. We are all about supporting one another for the most part. You know, I mean, there's a lot of individuals in this space, but there's also a shit ton of community people in this space. Right. And there's a big difference between the individualism and, and people that are all about community. So, you know, I think that that forms one hell of a base for change and, and how do you change anything? How does one change anything in life? And the only way to really change things is to start within oneself, change what's in you and be that, be that perspective, be that light, be that, you know, um, what word am I looking for? Oh my goodness. It's just totally gone on me, but be that one that people look to for encouragement and for, you know, for that beneficiary beneficial change but <laughs> i know what i want to say i just got to spit it out but yeah sorry <laughs> i'm in a i'm in a really feisty mood today so i'm like get him i'm i'm ready this is awesome this is a great podcast i'm having a lot of fun <laughs> i'm right there with you and yeah i mean we're headed for for different times you know this is this is groundbreaking times i mean uh, we're making history all of us you know with with what we're doing with, with crypto and, uh, and in the time that we're in, it's, it's um, you know, we all want crypto to succeed and we want blockchain to, to, to be there. We all see the value of it, especially now when it's a bear market, we really see the people that are here because they believe. And um, we actually have, we're actually lucky enough to not only have something we believe in, but to actually apply it to the rest of the world. And, and, and give it as a gift to the rest of the world. And that's, that's so important. And, and we're so lucky to actually be in a situation where, you know, listen, I, I have friends in Venezuela, you know, and, and they, you know. I mean, seriously, how many things are this global? How many right. things in, in the world today are this globally right. connected? You know, I've, I've got friends in Venezuela and they're, they're, they're able to survive. His family is able to live because he's been working in crypto. I mean, not only has he, you know, been able to feed his family and take care of his family, you know, he's a coder, so he works in different projects. 
but he's also he's also being paid in Bitcoin. He's he's also been able to you know help support other families around him and created sort of a, a small community based on on the work that he's able to get um, as as you know because he's a coder and he's living down there and they need the Bitcoin to survive. And it's 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 a it's a perfect example of of everything that Satoshi wanted. It's a perfect example, and it's and it's there, and it's real, and this isn't this isn't a dream anymore. This is this is reality, and so we have this this capability to, to do this and to prepare the rest of the world to be able to do things like this when they need to, especially with the remote work. I mean, this is, this is great. Um, yeah, so you know, and there's been a lot of great news in, in Bitcoin recently. Um, so I'm you know. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun ride. <laughs> yeah, maybe twenty twenty will uh, take an upturn. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Uh, Not even necessarily just the market, but just uh, the general sentiment of life. <laughs> it's gonna you start know, in three weeks. To stay positive. Yeah, exactly. Westwood twenty twenty. Westwood twenty twenty. It's all. Everything's it. gonna change. You watch. That weekend is gonna be a turning point for everything that's happened in. Maine. Yeah, starting in August because you gotta have that you know few days for the hangovers to clear up. No, no, the- yeah. <laughs> starting that weekend. <laughs> uh, all right, so Josh, let's uh, let's talk about the Dennis Rodman situation. How did that <laughs> transpire? Where did the idea come to send him to North Korea? Like, we gotta know about. So about yes, this. I want to hear that. Yeah. Um. You know, a couple of guys sitting around, you know, smoking some weed, just chilling. And, uh, um, best idea is always that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> one, one of my, my guys was like, you know, we really need to plant a seed and, and like get our name out there so that if we're not doing this tech now, that people, you know, are going to know who we are and, and what we're about. And, and we're going to know once and for all whether, whether, whether this is just a dream that we've had for all these years, are we hanging on to a dream or are we going to do, are we going to break out of crypto and, and go into the normal world and really work towards stuff? Is this, is this going to happen? And, and so um, that idea of, you know, that planting a seed was, was something that, that was just, um, was just really thrown out there. And, and, and so, um, yeah, one of our guys just had this awesome idea. He's like, you know what we need to do? You know, we need we need to send Dennis Rodman to North Korea and negotiate peace. <laughs> That's so awesome. That is so awesome. <laughs> did any of you have like a connection for this, or did you just randomly reach out to him and, and hope for the best? Um, no, we actually we actually had some connections with him, so that's where it just kind of nice. like that's that's why it was like this is the perfect thing to do. You know, we we had some connections with them, and um, and he's he's a great guy, and he's been supportive of our project. So I mean, what what more could you possibly ask for? And it just seemed seemed like a match made in heaven. And um, it was something that we all laughed about, um, and we didn't expect to have we didn't have expect to have those results. I mean, yeah, we expected something to happen, but you know, this wasn't this wasn't a uh, a uh, make number go up sort of scheme or anything like that. This was like. Let's do this for fun, and either this project is gonna is gonna survive and it's gonna run on two legs, or, or we're gonna know if it if it doesn't work. Maybe the normies aren't gonna be in this. Maybe we're gonna get bad press for it. You know the cool. I can't believe how much how much good press we got. Well, for. the cool thing with Dennis is he's very risque. He's not the he's not a reserved type person, right? I mean, he's just not. I mean, I've seen him on That's Howard right. Stern. I don't know how many got ungodly times, you know. Yeah. And just his energies yep. are all about. Let's make a difference. And and 
and he's not afraid to be himself. And yeah, like you said, he just uses his voice. And to me, that's, that's very, it's very much us. Um, I love that about him. It's one thing to be a great basketball player. It's another thing to be a great role model when it comes to individuality. Um, and, and that is something that resonates strongly with us because we've sort of been the black sheep of crypto. I mean, you know, okay, we, we, we came in before Ethereum's ICO, so that's good. But, you know, we we're for the cannabis industry. Um, and, and, and there's a lot of people, you know, didn't know how to feel about that back in, in 2014. Nowadays, people are a lot more vocal about it, you know. But back then, you know, a lot less people were vocal about it. So we were sort of the black sheep in this. And we were just like, you know, we believe in this. We're going to do this. And Dennis just, just made a lot of sense for us. There's a lot of parallels there. And, and that, I think that's what made it so great to us, to the team. You know, I think, I think that's what, what, what we, you know, it's, it's sure you can go out and you can, you know, try to work with a celebrity or something, but, but, you know, when there's charisma and synergy and, and some parallels there, it just, it just, it just makes a lot of sense. And I, I tell you, you know, I think if you took those popcorn shirts and you put them on some other celebrities, I'm not sure it wouldn't, I'm not sure it would have worked as much. I'm not sure people would have been as curious or as interested. And I think because, because Dennis is such an awesome guy at being himself um, and, and he had the courage just to send him and say, yeah, it's popcorn, you know? Um, I think that, uh, I think that, that 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 really made it over the top, and it's something I will be forever grateful. Oh yeah, for, well, I mean, know? as soon as as soon as the United States made that change in the laws when it came to recreational marijuana use, I was like, oh shit, here we go, Popcorn's gonna go through the freaking roof, right? And it, we're not far off, man. I mean, this bull run. That's why I said, <laughs> you know, during the bear market, the ones that went silent are the ones you really need to watch because the reason they went silent is because they're working their freaking asses off to improve and to make things right and to complete Absolutely. their white paper and their goals. Right. So those are the ones you got to watch the ones that were quiet and the ones that were silent because they'll catch up with you in a hurry. And you know, the timing is couldn't be better. It, honestly, I, I got into cryptocurrency at the peak in 2018, January. And I couldn't have gotten in a better time. Seriously. I mean, yeah, I missed the whole run up and all that shit. But you know what? All those people that were involved with crypto, and I shouldn't say all, the vast majority of people that were involved with crypto before the bull run of 2017, all fell to shit when the crash happened in 2018, right? And yep. so many yep. weak hands and so many people that didn't have the intestinal fortitude to hang the freak on, right? Yep. And ride yep. this bear market. Yep. I've made it, I started in, I started at the peak and made it through this entire bear market. Most of us have, you know, yep. and yep. there's something right, to man. be said about that. And there's something to be said about being able to build during that bear market and accumulate, whether it's build or accumulate, one of the two is happening. Yeah, or both. Yeah. And, and, and the fact that you're, you're here means that you get it. And, and, that's, and that's the most important thing for any and all of us. And, you know, here you are, you came in during one of the peaks and, and you're here, you're here building. I mean, I mean, you're, you're doing this cast, you're, you're, you're here supporting the community and, and bettering the environment. And, and this is the foundation for what comes next. That's right. And I truly, truly that's believe right. that. This is, this is, we're at the, 
we're at the founding blocks now. They, they better be good. And that's the thing is we need to build that foundation. We need to build that foundation on integrity. We need to build that foundation on trust, right? In a trustless market. We need to, we need to build yeah. this on those primary things and, and build it more so for humanity and not for the individual pockets. And I think those are those key elements right there are going to be what just blast cryptocurrency and most of these good hearted projects into the stratosphere is, is just that the integrity and it's all about humanity. And I think, I think, yeah, I think you're right, man. I think, I think that sooner or later, you know, the rest of the people are going to catch on and the norm, normies are going to start getting it. And when they get it, it's going to be a whole new game. It'll be a whole new game. Have you seen this news article that came out yesterday? I think about the little four inch dinosaur that they just discovered. No, yeah, not. it's like a freaking four inch <laughs> tall raptor and it eats bugs. But it looks <laughs> nice. like a raptor. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Oh my God. That yes. would be cool. Somebody's just smoking too one. much herb. I want, I, inch, I want a four-inch raptor. Go get that bug. <laughs> the result of a quote-unquote profound miniaturization event. I don't know what the hell that is or what it means. It's probably bullshit, but the picture is great. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of terrified at the thought of a whole bunch of little miniature raptors running around. Right? It's like land piranhas. Oh, it's kind of like when they all hatched in, what was that movie? Uh, Jurassic Park when all the little raptors hatched and they started yep. eating them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh God. You know, speaking of raptors, my cat, right? We finally started letting my cat outside and he's turned into one hell of a molar, man. This, this dude, he's, he's laying on mole mounds now and he's caught what? like two already. <laughs> That's awesome. And, oh man. Yeah, he's and, and he's not a, he's, he's not a killer, man. I caught him the other day. And he was playing with a baby rabbit. I mean, just like playing and baby rabbit runs off and he's just like chill. It's <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> he's chilling and curious. That's right. So before we close tonight, we need to hear about the most expensive piece of wedding cake ever. <laughs> I know nothing about the expensive I was going to say, cake. I was going to say something different. The most expensive piece of, wedding cake ever because <laughs> i guess one goes with the other <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> that's pretty hilarious <laughs> that's funny man we'll keep that <laughs> all right <laughs> he's like how did you awesome, find that awesome. <laughs> i don't even know where it came from <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, internet's an interesting place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times, but so uh, last question before we close out here: If you could replace, oh, Mitch, what should we replace? If you could replace an appendage, what would you change, and what would you change it with? Yeah, there you go. Just leave when it, totally it comes open. to a household item. <laughs> <laughs> wow, geez. Um, am I allowed to say a vibrating toothbrush? Absolutely. <laughs> Where are you well, you're turning your finger into a vibrating <laughs> toothbrush. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> <sighs> Double duty. <laughs> I did not just say oh, that. Oh, shit. <laughs> no edits. <laughs> That's right. All That's right. Amazing. So 
with bristles or without <laughs> it'd be like uh, the, you know with with removable attachments oh there you go there you go oh my gosh all right <laughs> before we go down that rabbit hole <laughs> Josh, this has been an amazing podcast thank you so much for joining us tonight i haven't had this much fun in quite a while i'm definitely looking forward to round two and definitely looking forward to getting dennis robin on the show and talk about the experience with Potcoin and going overseas. Ah, that would be amazing. Wouldn't it <laughs> not be incredible? Nice. Yeah, that would be fantastic, bud. We're, we're going to have to stick our, uh, our crypto campfire coordinator on them. There you go. <laughs> Becca will <laughs> take good. care of it. That's She'll good. make it happen. Right what an on. awesome coordinator too. This Shout out amazing. to the coordinator. Amen. She is amazing. <laughs> if, it, you know, if it was not for Rebecca, let me back up. If it wasn't for women, for the most part, in today's society or in any society, we would not be as successful as we are. We, we have to admit <laughs> I would never get anything done. Oh, I, I mean, right. I, I feel you know? so bad for them because they should not have to shoulder that. But uh, that's true. No, they should not. <laughs> they should not. not. I, 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 I'm, I almost dare say that. It, no, I'm not going to say it. Anyway, Josh, have yourself a great night, brother. Thank you so much for joining us. Look forward to interacting with you more and seeing how well Popcoin does. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll let you know how my new appendage works out. And uh, I'll, I'll keep talking. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes please do. I think it's the same. I would imagine, I would imagine it's going to take uh, like AAA batteries, though. <laughs> have yourself so, a great night, Josh. See, see you guys later. Right? <laughs> Peace. Bye, guys. Peace. You know, AAA batteries would be a hell of a lot better than button cells. Could you imagine every time you accidentally broke your finger open? <laughs> he said button cells. <laughs> they fucking fly everywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sometimes they get lost. Oh, I mean, bad right? shit. Right? Oh, well, I'm just looking at my finger saying, yeah, AA wouldn't quite fit. So gotta it's got to be AAA. Got to be a AAA. <laughs> could be one of those weird off-size camera batteries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Oh, shit. what a great episode, man. This guy, I don't know. The energies were all right tonight. That's, that's all I got to say. The energies were perfectly aligned. Yeah, tonight it, was a lot for all of us. it really was. It really was. And, you know, we've said this before. We say it, and I'm going to say it again. You know, it's all about our community. It's all about our friends. It's all about bringing people from within the community to you guys, because you guys are what it's all about. If it wasn't for our supporters, if it wasn't for our followers, if it wasn't for our friends, if it wasn't for the community that wraps around the crypto campfire, we would not be where we're at today and we would not be able to have as much fun as we do. I guess where I'm going with this is I want to say thank you to our community. Thank you to our friends. Thank you to our followers and thank you to our financial support, CoinFlip ATM. You guys are the rock of our world, so thank you for that. Hell yeah, check them out. Coinflip.tech, there's a map on there, and you can take a look and see if there's a Coinflip ATM near you, and then you can go buy some Bitcoin or maybe sell some, depending on what type of machine they've got there. So check it out. And I do believe there is a place that you can go just on their website if you want to buy some Bitcoin and don't feel like leaving your house. Or I'm going to go buy some XLM. Do it. Do it. What else they got on there? Whoop, whoop. It's all oh kinds my God. of coins. Bitcoin, Litecoin, Dash. They got XRP. They have nice, nice. I wanted to say Digibyte, but not yet. It's not coming. Yet. It's, it's coming. coming. It'll be there. Soon It'll enough. be there soon enough. Soon enough. And they they just added another one. God, you know these guys are just oh they added uh, 
USDC. I love it, man. Just keep going, keep tearing it up. You know, saturation is happening. I mean, their goal was to be at a thousand machines by the end of 2020. And I see it happening. I, I really do. You know, the, the, the thing that makes it the challenge for that is the matrix, right? The, the metrics, I'm sorry. And to be able the to matrix. have machines Coin with the matrix. controls That's the matrix. Right. The matrix, the <laughs> metrics. Um, so, you know, having machines so close together and in populated areas and, you know, ideally 24 hour, seven days a week locations, you know, those are going to dry up really quick. So, you know, if you guys need any help, reach out to us, reach out to me, reach, reach out to Red Cat Life, reach out to CoinFlip ATM. They'll be more than happy to help you guys and show you what you need to do to get a location of your own and go to coinflip.tech as the professor said and find one near you. Also, last thing about CoinFlip, if you find one close to you and you do go visit it, we'd love to see pictures or videos or something. Just post, post something on social media about it. Yes, and we, we are going to have a giveaway coming up here pretty quick. Oh, yeah, we uh, are. I don't know when this, this episode's going to be released. So we're just going to leave it at that. But there is giveaways happening actively for CoinFlip. That's right. All over the place. So keep your eyes open for those guys. You have yourselves a great night. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. Take it easy. Peace.